0: Okay, go with me on this. Imagine, it's 1998. You are whatever age you are, considering, of course, that you had been born by or before 1998. And you're flipping through the channels, tired of watching whatever Cartoon Network was showing at the time, like, eh, Two Stupid Dogs or... TOM AND Jerry KIDS! <clears throat> so you're doing that, and then you see it. It's something new to you. The animation is much different than anything you've ever seen before. Your life is now forever changed, because you've now witnessed the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. This is likely your first exposure to this strange thing called ANIME. In fact, you probably don't even know that it's called an anime, or that it even came from Japan. The only thing that you're certain of is what you just started watching is the most awesome thing you've ever witnessed, holy crap, he shot a laser out of his hands and dude, a blue laser, holy crap. At this point, you have unknowingly started the dedication of your life to the Dragon Ball universe, and there is no turning back. Whether you only watched as a kid or still continue to watch to this day, you have become a lifelong fan. Now, I can assume that if you're here listening, you must be a fan of Dragon Ball in one way or the other. But if you don't know, the series Dragon Ball was a manga, which is like a comic book in Japan, that got an anime adaptation. The series was created in the 80s by a man named Akira Toriyama. It follows the adventures of a monkey boy named Goku and his friends as they search the world for the legendary seven Dragon Balls that once brought together summon a mighty dragon who will grant you any one wish. Of course, there's a lot more to it than simply just that. Goku faces many challenges in his life, and the series follows him from the time he's a kid all the way until he's a grandfather. In that time, Goku has all sorts of misadventures, including defeating an evil army and a demon king and discovering his true origins from among the stars as he fights Vegeta, the Saiyan prince. His journeys even take him and his friends into outer space, where they must stop the evil Lord Frieza from universal domination. (sighs) Okay. That should be good enough to get you an idea of what the show's about. You want to know more? Then you gotta watch the show yourself. Alright, after all that, what is this? Who am I? Who is making all of these assumptions about you or someone you love? Well, you have stumbled upon the first episode of... A Dragon Ball Podcast. Really? That's kind of a simple name, don't you think? Well, you found it, didn't you? Well, yeah, I... That's why. My name is Dakota. Like the States! I decided to make this podcast because, frankly, there aren't a lot of Dragon Ball podcasts around, so I figured I'd make my own, and here we are. Yeah, I know, this is long-winded, but I promise I'll get to talking about Dragon Ball, and I've got a lot of fun episodes planned in the future, so for now, just sit back and let me tell you my tale. You'd think with an intro like that, it'd be based on my own personal experience, right? wrong. Dragon Ball Z started airing when I was around six, and at the time, I wasn't really into anime or anything. I was into Looney Tunes, and Scooby-Doo, and Dexter's Lab, and Rugrats, and, uh... Tom and Jerry K. For real, I watched all kinds of stuff on Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon growing up. I was, and still am, a big fan of Disney movies. Yeah, I know, they're evil or something. But But I love the movies anyway, and we're going to move past that. Most of the stuff I watched was really just old cartoons on Cartoon Network or Nicktoons. Now, I was aware that Dragon Ball existed, and anime in general. I was already a huge fan of the Pokemon anime at this time, but for some reason Dragon Ball's Ages wasn't on my radar. Sure, I'd watch it occasionally, but I'd always be lost because because I'd be in the middle of an arc and I guess I just can't get into a show when it's 67 episodes in, you know? Even though the scenario in the beginning wasn't something personal to me, I know for a fact that this did happen to many people one of which was my lifelong friend, Cody. We're both in our late 20s now, and we've been friends since we were 6 or 7 years old. Cody was similar to me in the sense that he also grew up in front of a TV. In fact, I was actually the one who told him about the existence of Nickelodeon and turned him into a Nick fan. However, he also, from a very young age, had an interest in anime before he even knew what it was. Now, I might be wrong, and I'm sure he'll correct me, but I think Dragon Ball was the first foray of his into the anime world. Well, Cody and I are friends for years, and at a certain point i went away to a different school system and we lost touch and stopped really hanging out until about my sophomore hour sophomore year of high school and we happen to have a class together and if you've listened to any of the other shows that i've done with cody on youtube or whatnot then you've likely heard this story as well as a lot of what i'm about to talk about hang in there i swear we're soon i promise but i'm gonna put it all out there in this first episode in this class we rekindle our friendship and begin hanging out again and watching different things like the digimon movie or final fantasy advent children and for months he was like come on man you watch dragon ball you would like it and i would always politely yet firmly say <laughs> But there was a catalyst that swayed me over. It was something that most people would immediately be turned away from ever watching Dragon Ball. It was April 12th, 2009. Yes, I know the date because it was Easter and I looked it up. You know what, actually might have been on the 17th, but I digress. On that day, one of those days, I went to the movie with my friends. What movie, you might ask? Well, we all piled into a lonely theater on a dull Sunday afternoon just so we could watch. Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes, the horrible live action Dragon Ball movie that is widely considered one of the worst movies ever made, is the reason that I became a Dragon Ball fan. Now it may sound crazy, but when we all saw it, we liked it. I'm not sure why, but we actually enjoyed the movie. In fact, I liked it so much that at the time I asked Cody if I could start watching the original Dragon Ball anime with him, and of course he was more than happy to oblige. At this time Yahoo Messenger still existed, and it was the primary way Cody and I would communicate outside of school, and on Yahoo Messenger you could do this share watch thing where you'd have a separate window from the chat and both parties could watch the video together in real time. I'm sure something like that exists now, like Discord or something like that, but it was newer back then. And that's how Cody and I watched Dragon Ball together for a long time. We're watching through Dragon Ball and at a certain point, I just start getting bored in the middle of the Red Ribbon Army saga. And I'd seen from playing different Dragon Ball Z games with Cody at his house, all the cool stuff that happens in Dragon Ball Z. So I said, Oh, can we like skip Dragon Ball? I want to see Super Saiyan. He reluctantly agreed, and that's how I finally started watching Dragon Ball. Again, we watched this on Yahoo Messenger. Cody was collecting the DVD collections at the time, but he didn't own Season 1 or 2, so we had to watch them over Yahoo. But once we got to Season 3, we started watching every time I was at his house. This was a great time for me, because I was getting to experience something I had never seen before. And what's better, my friend was along for the ride with me. And from then on, any time I came over, we were watching Dragon Ball Z, making silly YouTube videos, or playing the greatest Dragon Ball Z game ever made. Dragon Ball, Budokai, Tenkaia, G three. Yeah, man, that mouthful of a game is to this day one of my all-time favorite games. I loved it so much that I got a copy of it for the Wii. Cody had the PS2 version. And those silly YouTube videos? Well, most of them were Smosh-style sketch comedies. But on occasion, we would crowd around a computer and make AMVs. What's that, you ask? Well, an anime music video. Taking clips from different anime and editing a hardcore rock song behind it so that you get an awesome fight scene with crawling by Linkin Park in the background. Cody and I made all kinds of these, mostly with Dragon Ball, but Cody did some other shows himself. And it should be noted that we were also way into Dragon Ball Z Abridged at this time, but I'll likely do a whole episode about that series in the future. So for now, we'll just leave it at, we were really big fans of it. Cody and I ended up finishing Dragon Ball Z together, and of course, it was awesome, and I was excited to move on to the next series, and love it or hate it, at that time, that series was Dragon Ball GT. We watched the first season together when we would hang out, but that was going way too slow for me, and eventually I was like, my dude, can I just borrow season 2 of GT to finish it, and he again agreed reluctantly. I finished GT all the way through the Goku Jr. movie, and honestly, I'm a fan of GT. It's not perfect, but it's got some of the best fights, the coolest villains, and Super Saiyan 4! Don't even at me! Super Saiyan 4 is one of the coolest Super Saiyan forms, actually I think it's the coolest, so don't even start. So yeah, I finished GT around 2010 or so, and I figured that was it. No more Dragon Ball ever. Sure, the occasional OVA would come out, but never released over here. Dragon Ball was done, and I'd moved on to other anime to watch, and I'd figured I'd never see anything new from Dragon Ball ever again. And then in 2012 or something, they announced in a movie coming out in 2013 that would wreck retcon GT and everyone went, Screee! Yes! They announced the first new Dragon Ball story in nearly 20 years, and the hype around this was immense. At the time leading up to the movie, Cody, myself, and our friend group had actually been going to anime conventions. And let me tell you, the excitement around the new Dragon Ball was palpable. You could almost taste it. <sniffs> March of 2013 comes around and the movie premieres and everyone is loving it and the hype is huge and YAY NEW DRAGON BALL! But here's the thing. As excited as I was for the new movie, I didn't want to watch it. At least not when it first came out. Now let me preface this by saying that I watch all kinds of anime, in English and Japanese. I have no issue watching shows in Japanese at all. I do tend to lean more towards an English dub, but that's only because my brain has a hard time focusing when it has to do more than one thing at a time. But usually, I have no problem with the original Japanese. However, I really, really am not a fan of the original Japanese version of Dragon Ball. I know, I know, there's a lot of you out there that love it and highly prefer the dub, that version of the dub, but I just don't. I I just have a really, really hard time taking Goku's Japanese voice seriously, and to me, his English voice, as well as a lot of the other English voices, suit the characters a lot more. But, that's seriously just me. If you like the Japanese version, that's great, and I'm glad you do. I Sincerely, I'm glad you like it. But I just don't. So even though all my friends saw the movie long before it got dubbed, I stubbornly waited for Funimation to put out the dub of Battle of Gods. Oh yeah, that's what it was titled by the way. It was a long year of waiting, but they finally dubbed it, and released it in theaters no less. Finally, I could go see the movie with all my friends. One problem, they had all already seen it and nobody wanted to go with me. Not that. So what did I do? I went by myself! That was one of the two times I ever went and saw a movie all by myself. What was the other movie, you might ask? I'll never tell. <laughs> Anyway, I finally saw Battle of Gods and it was awesome and very well worth the wait to see and hear the way I remember them sounding. Oh yeah, and there were these really drunk guys there that kept yelling at the movie and heckling it and they got kicked out. I'll probably do a whole thing about that another day, but yeah, that was just something of note. Two years go by and in that amount of time we've been going to anime conventions and going at them hard. Like, uh, like, uh, like, a like a hard thing a rock and the amount of amazing Dragon Ball cosplay we witnessed was great I've forgotten far more of them than I'll ever actually remember At this point it's 2015 and that's when Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F came to the theaters in the United States and dubbed of course your boy went to see it because duh but this time he wasn't alone that's right, all my buddies came with me to see it. Even Drew and he didn't even like Dragon Ball. Obviously the movie was awesome, they premiered some new stuff in that movie that I won't spoil in case you haven't seen it, and I'll always do my best to put a spoiler warning if I'm going to do that. No promises, but I'll do my best. Around this time they'd also announced a new Dragon Ball anime series entitled Dragon Ball Super. An odd title at first glance, but it does make sense in the context of the show. A lot more sense than Z anyway. Of course we're all psyched about this too. and I did I'd try to watch it when it premiered in the original Japanese, because unlike the first two movies there was no sign anywhere that this was going to get a dub. But I'll be 100% honest, I just couldn't do it man. Look, my dude, I have nothing but respect for Goku's original voice actress, Masako Nozawa. She's been voicing Goku and the men in his family tree since the 1980s. But it just really isn't for me. I just really don't like how Goku sounds in Japanese. If you do, that's awesome. But I don't. On the flip side of that, I really do not like Luffy's English voice performance. Luffy of the series One Piece. Not that Colleen Klinkenbeard isn't a great voice actress. She's actually the current voice of Kid Gohan in the new games and Dragon Ball Z Kai. But she just doesn't sound like Luffy to me Again, I'll go more in depth on my thoughts on the sub versus dub with Dragon Ball Z one day, but today I have more I need to go through. Uh, where was I? Uh, oh yeah, so I waited until the show started getting dubbed to watch it, and it finally did around 2017 or 18, I can't remember, um, however, I wouldn't be able to watch it until 2019 because I skipped the first two arcs of the show and it took a long time for them to get past that with the dub, and they covered those two arcs in the movies, and I skipped those in the show because I didn't want to watch them again, so I missed nothing plot Why isn't it kept up just fine? However, something else Dragon Ball did come out before I even actually got to start Super, and that was the Broly movie. Yeah. 2018 in Japan, 2019 for the US, the fan-favorite antagonist Broly, after last being seen in the god-awful movie Bio-Broly, was finally written in to be a canon character within the main Dragon Ball timeline. Brother, if you thought the hype surrounding the first two movies was huge, those were anthills in comparison to Mount Broly. Goku even got a float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade to promote it. I saw Broly before any of Super and I wasn't lost at all. I missed a couple references, but I noticed them once I finally got around to finishing Super. I'm gonna say this right now, on the record, Dragon Ball Super Broly is hands down the greatest Dragon Ball experience that has ever been made so far, in my honest and humble opinion. After that, I was able to start Super from the first tournament arc in the show and finished the series as a whole sometime in 2019. And yes, I loved Super, and it was well worth the wait for me to finish it. That brings us up to date with my Dragon Ball journey! Currently, I'm actually in the middle of re-watching the show for the first time since high school, and what's more, I'm re-watching it with my wife, whom I love very much! Which is great, since she hasn't seen any of it since she was a kid, and now we're re-experiencing it together, and that's been awesome! And uh, I've been collecting the orange DVD box sets from the late 2000s. They are, in my opinion, the best way to watch Dragon Ball Z. They have the original Japanese audio, that's your cup of tea. They have the best version of the Funimation dub, they've... Dub the show like 12 times. And you can switch the soundtrack in the show from the original Japanese OR the music that was on Toonami done by Bruce Faulkner. If you really want that nostalgic Toonami feel, put it on the US Broadcast Music. As far as I'm aware, these DVD sets are the only place where you can hear that music in the show since Funimation and Mr. Faulkner had some sort of legal falling out. Oops, daisy I started to ramble. My wife and I's plan is to watch from where we are, which is we just met Perfect And from there, we continue the story into Super, and watch Super all the way through into the Broly movie, and then we'll be caught up with the story, hopefully just in time for the new movie when it comes out. After we get caught up, we'll be going backwards to the beginning and watching the original Dragon Ball series, and I'll finally be finishing the show after over a decade since I first started it. Once we finish that, we'll be rounding everything out and watching Dragon Ball GT. In between everything, we'll be watching the movies, of course, and once we do that, we'll be all caught up, we'll be done with everything Dragon Ball. And after that, I start my next challenge, getting my wife to start watching One Piece. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies, gents, and other representations, it's time to bid this inaugural podcast episode a kind... This was really fun to make, like seriously, I had a lot of fun, the whole process was great, writing it, recording it, I haven't had this much fun doing something like this in a long time, and I'm really looking forward to doing more of this, there's a lot of fun episodes I have planned in the future, please come back and look forward to those. Uh, Before I go, there is one more thing I'd like to say about Dragon Ball, and that is, it is not my favorite anime. Don't go in there expect thinking that this is my favorite anime of all time. It's not. I don't know that I'd put it even in my top 10. It would be in a... It'd definitely be in my top 20 for sure, and that's saying something. I've seen quite a few anime. reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I have a very, very special fondness for this show. I've formed many, many memories with friends due to this show. If it weren't for Dragon Ball, I probably wouldn't even be an anime fan today or like any of the anime that I like better than Dragon Ball. Or even went and did all those conventions and... with. Cody like who knows? This show has brought me so much joy from watching it with Cody to having battle debates with my friend Nate and even re-watching it now with my wife forming new memories. Love it or hate it, Dragon Ball is one special series and I'm very thankful to have been able to experience it the way that I have. If you did like the show please feel free to like, subscribe, share... Send it to your friends, all the other social media jargon we gotta worry about today. And again, I thank you so much for listening to the very first episode. Are you curious about what the next episode will be? Do you have any topic suggestions? And what the heck is Tom and Jerry Kids? Find out on the next exciting episode of A Dragon Ball Podcast.